Love Joy, actually. <laughs> right, we're ready. Oh, before we we start, I've got a. It's kind of. It's not really a correction. It's kind of an addition, additional information. Uh, we were arguing about where the term groaning board came from, and that it was a slightly, potentially weird name for a pub or a restaurant. And one of our followers on Twitter, Kevin Laws, has said. <clears throat> the term groaning board refers to a dining table with a large amount of food on it. During rehearsals for this episode, the production company laid on so much food for the cast it was made reference to by naming the pub and it also resulted in the main actors going on a diet. Uh, so there you go. Thank you, Kevin. Oh, that's lovely, Polly. Isn't it nice? Oh, I haven't even got my notes. What's oh. wrong with me? And I have to interject here that uh, thank you for everybody who has left reviews and who is talking to us on Twitter. Do feel free to give us reviews, good or bad. Um, we, <laughs> we had a review. We had a review that said that uh, we sounded like a Hindu. Uh, <laughs> and I don't think we were meant to be flattered by that, but, but we, we, were. we were. We were. Yeah. Quite so pleased. thank you, reviewer. We were very thank happy. you to the person who's never going to listen to us again. <laughs> yeah. Because he said it was very poorly executed and he really wanted to like us, but, but couldn't. He couldn't because we sound we're, we're... like we're enjoying ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Hindu every single week. Oh God, no, my Oh no, actually, yeah, no. Anyway, we've got our notes. We're ready. Okay. For uh, series two, episode seven. Oh. National Wealth? National Wealth. National it's by wealth. a new writer that we haven't had before. Called Quite. Jeff. Oh, hello, Jeff. Jeff Lowe. And we like <laughs> we like Jeff Lowe. Jeff Lowe sounds like I should know who that is, but I think I'm thinking of... Um... Arthur Lowe. No. Oh. Jeff Lowe. I was thinking of Arthur Lowe. <laughs> um, um, we should I... probably do a proper intro, sorry. Welcome yes. to Lovejoy, actually. Welcome to Lovejoy, actually. We are recording this very close to our first anniversary. Oh, yeah. Which is very exciting. Cheers Happy to anniversary. Yeah, cup cheers. of tea. So our cups of tea. Yeah, yeah. very sensible today. <laughs> we, are, we are being very sensible today. See if you can notice the difference. <laughs> Perhaps we'll be able to follow along what's happening a bit Yeah, better. a little bit better. Well, I don't know. Were we all sober when we watched it? Yes, I was, actually. <laughs> I was. Don't know about you two. No, but, I, was, uh, I, I was. I was. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should we introduce ourselves? Yeah, I'm Em. I'm Paul. And I'm Helen. Um, and this podcast is about uh, beloved British comedy drama, Lovejoy. So yeah, series two, episode seven, National Wealth. We found, we've just discovered, just, this is a bit late, on Wikipedia <laughs> there's some quite good summaries of the episodes, which might actually help the listener, because we're fully aware that most of you are probably not watching the episodes. Might actually help us. us, and we yeah. have watched them. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it might actually give you an idea of what we're talking about. So I'm going to read so they're a bit longer but they are a bit more detailed and actually fairly accurate so Lovejoy and Tinker are hired by Madeline Gilbert an old movie star whom Tinker admires <laughs> she needs to quietly auction off some antiques to cover unpaid death duties when her house is robbed of all its furniture and fixtures Lovejoy suspects an inside job the auctioneer confesses that her father had passed on information about her clients to a criminal gang she helps Lovejoy figure out where the no next job will be and they tip off the police. That's a, that's a really detailed pretty summary. Pretty much what happens. Can I just say, this episode, it, you could use this as an example of what a Lovejoy is like. This was the yes. ultimate classic yes. Lovejoy episode because it had a mystery, it had some peril, it had 
Then a, a lot sexy of lady. A sexy, yes. sexy blonde lady and a little smidgen of misogyny. Yeah. <laughs> and just brilliant Eric and Tinker humour. Yeah. Yeah. There was so they much humour. It was they were fab. It was an excellent Oh, and episode. some French. And a bit of French. Oh, yeah. So much French. <laughs> and I have to say, so this is at the beginning of the episode, so we're, we see an old like country house and the gendarme turn up and everyone's speaking French. And no I was, subtitles. And I was no wa- subtitles. And I was watching it going... What's going on here? Why are they all speaking French? And it literally took me a good five minutes to realise they were in France. Are you kidding? I knew they were in France before they even started speaking. I it's like, it did. It looked like Chateau Valley. I don't know. Very... Yes, I mean, it did. But for some reason, my brain was so, like, you know, lavenum focused or whatever <laughs> that I was like, oh, why, why are these gendarmes then? Why are they speaking French? I wrote, I wrote oh, yeah, two hang on. things. They're in France. Like, duh. I wrote, yay, more French. I wrote, it's all gone a bit Columbo. <laughs> Yeah. It just looked yeah. a bit, it was a bit... So basically, they're no, this house, the gendarmes turn up, there's a man with a statue or something, and then they suddenly start shooting each other. I mean, it was all very dramatic. It was. It was, it was brilliant. I've written very exciting in all mm. capital letters. Yeah, start, start as you mean to go on. And some of the gendarmes are actually killed. Yeah. yeah. Well, at least one, one of them, one of them is one. killed. Yeah. And then I've written, oh no, the EU. I don't know why I've written that. Oh, because. I've written that as well. So the Eric, the first bit of Eric. Oh, of course. Yes. Eric the businessman. I've yes. written Eric the businessman. Eric starts talking about, are we ready? I've read an article that says we have to be ready. And yeah. It's 1992. 1992, we have to be ready. And uh, he doesn't say ready for what. He's just read that businesses all have to be ready. Yeah. Uh, Eric, well, Eric the businessman. It's the common... It's the common market, isn't it? 1992. Yeah, yeah. he says Britain. I believe that's when the common market. I've written market the quote. treaty and all that. Britain it? is no longer an island. Yeah, he, he said. Yeah, and Britain he's is so no optimistic longer an island. It was this. Britain he would have no voted long- Remain. Yeah. The quote. Yeah, Britain is no longer an island. It is part of the European state. And in these, Bre- in these Brexit times, I mean, God knows what will be happening with Brexit by the time you listen to this, listener. But at the minute, probably very we little. We still don't know. To be honest, but you know, it's it was it was very very sad. Eric's dreams have been shattered. You know, twenty odd years ago, that was it was like so much hope and optimism at the European project. And where are we now? But it's very cute, Eric trying oh, to be sweet. the businessman. Eric, Eric the businessman. Sweet. Um, so they are, they're at Love Antique. So we've we've come. We've been in France. And then that is completely left, and we go straight yeah. back to Lavenham, and there they are. They're having well, Eric's. Doing it's very fast moving sort of. this episode. I think yeah. that was one of the reasons I liked it because they immediately get this phone call saying, "Oh, we want you to go to this house, Carlton Grange." Carlton Grange, another marvelous, uh, marvelous name, and um, and off they pop. Basically. And Tinker gets incredibly overexcited. Oh, it's so cute. It's adorable. S- starstruck Tinker I is actually... one of the loveliest things I've ever seen. He goes off. He changes into a fresh suit, doesn't he? He gets his flowers and he's really excited so, so the woman that plays Madeline Gilbert is, is actually a yeah. black and white old star so, yeah because yeah, yeah. the whole point is that she's an old motion picture star who Tink used to admire, admire is like a, a sort of euphemism really back in the day <laughs> I've actually been down Tink gets all dolled up because he, he does, does. Yeah, he's so cute and he looks so clean and scrubbed it was lovely so yeah he goes, and... they go to see her but then but then she's not that appreciative of his admiration because maybe she's used to it because he goes in and he's all like Madeline he you stole my heart yeah yeah to be honest I, I would be a bit unappreciative because it was a bit odd. Yeah. <laughs> he goes down on one knee like he's yeah. going to propose to her. And oh, I would, lo- I would love and it. it. <laughs> he's, he's, he's she's, like, not, she's not disparaging. She just looks well, a bit nonplussed. She's a little bit disparaging because she says, he says, you stole my heart. And she says, how sad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, poor Ting. And she's got these Pekingese as well, hasn't she? Oh, Those yeah. ridiculous fluffy dogs. They were so funny. Yes. <laughs> 
the dog just to the butler, like, here, hold this. Oh, <laughs> I like the butler. He was a very classic butler. Yeah. I honestly thought the butler was the but bad guy. Yeah. There was, was an like, inadvertent callback to one of our shows, because I'm sure we said that a few weeks back. The and, butler did and, it. And at, yeah, and at one point, uh, Eric says, oh, yeah. I think the butler did it. And the minute Eric said that, I was like, I believe Eric. But yeah. it turns out, listen, that's not what happened no, at all. No, no <laughs> the butler was, was, was just a lovely butler. So, yeah, so Madeline's there. Her husband had died a few years ago and left all his assets, deed of gift, and I don't know about these things, but that's what they said, to Jojo, Jojo John Joseph, <laughs> John Joseph, who was uh, not a long-lost relative, but was their pet chimpanzee. As I do. thought we would get to see Jojo as well. And know, I, but then, from t- an then Jojo had died. That point was the of point, view, I, I was glad that we didn't see yeah. Jojo in any kind of flashback or... Hadn't Jojo died? Yeah, he had died. Jojo had died. died. And so then it come... So obviously when his estate was being... It would come but to like that actually... a picture of him yeah. or... That's but true, no. that we didn't even see a picture. But I think that, from an animal rights point of view, that's good. Yeah. My snowflake sensibilities are... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, yeah they didn't, they didn't, no actual chimps were harmed in this episode. Just the Pekingese. Just, just the Pekingese. <laughs> yeah, no. But yeah, so, as, as he's, so I guess they, he's died and they're looking at his assets and then the you know, HMRC, not inland revenue, as was at the time, realise, oh, hang on. Tenacious tax lady. Yeah. yeah this isn't actually a, a person, this is a chimpanzee. And so they're, they're coming after Madeline, the film star, for, for the death duties that she would have owed when her husband died. Is that yeah, right? yeah, and I was right. like, well, of course they should be doing that because what yeah. he's done is illegal. So why are they trying to get out of it? Yeah, so she's basically right, right, okay, I'm going to sell some of my stuff to pay these duties, so hence Lovejoy. And Lovejoy comes around to look at the stuff and you get some nice... Sort of divvying, I guess. Is yeah. That, yeah. Is that a verb? He picks things up and goes in that lovely voice of his. Oh, this is nice. His this voice is silver, was very this is... low. This wasn't episode. it. So was his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Did you notice this? I've written it here in capitals. How low is his shirt? Very um, disturbingly low. As low as like a nine, not nineties. As low as a. 2015 boy band shirt. <laughs> it was right. It's down oh, there. Anyway. Man cleavage. Um, but I, I had to laugh though because they sort of give because they say oh you're a divvy love joiner you're going to be able to tell us which things we should sell to get the most money but we're going to kind of test you first before we give you this big job um, so they gave him these two candelabra and I just had to laugh because they literally were, they were identical, identical. <laughs> and he picks up one he's like oh yeah it's okay you know I'm probably mid 18th century like, mid- medium quality and then he picks up them and he's like this it's exquisite, so beautiful. It's the same thing. I'm presuming like, one's the same. I'm presuming one weighs a lot more. Yeah, one of them I mean, was meant to be solid silver, yes. wasn't it? And then yeah. the other one we said was silver plate. Yeah, so I, mean, I, I, I know that obviously there are these. I, I just as a lay non-antiques expert person watching it, I was like, yeah. it was just quite funny because they were literally. And that's the idea the of the character is you know somebody else might be able to pick up both of them and do this and that. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, I realised we're not on film. Do this. <laughs> do no, this. Weigh one in each hand and go. Oh, that one's heavier. I think this one. But he'd pick one up and then immediately and just knew, immediately. Just immediately but, knew. I mean, they were yeah. identical. So wouldn't you just buy the cheaper one? It still looks as nice as the well, other that, one. And the it other still works that, as a candlestick. And that's, that's what, what we don't understand because we're You're not missing the point. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So they test him. He passes the test. All through this, uh, Tinker has remained on one knee. He staring has. kind of misty eyes. <laughs> there was some brilliant kind of fourth wall breakage. Lovejoy in the background while Tinker and Madeline so nice. are having this... Tink sort of down, Madeline's sat, and he's looking at the camera from Lovejoy's looking directly at the camera. Like, it's this is why this is good because yeah. you feel like you are 
right there yeah. like yeah. you're literally stood in the room yeah and your mate is looking at you like god look at these it two was idiots. a beautifully <laughs> shot episode it i was. have to say yeah. again who i love it was directed although there was one thing that i thought was going to be more relevant than it was and it was that funny statue that rather um I was going to say tasteless because oh, it was of, yes. a, of a, a little, I guess, a slave. No, there was oh. like a little. Uh, oh, on the staircase. Yeah, that looked a bit like um, I don't know what it was. There are those things that a... you can when in old houses you would put if you went to the house of the person of the house that you want to see wasn't in you would put your card oh, on it. Ah, okay. Like yeah. you would put your little thing like. So oh, it, was, it, it was a boy sort of holding out a tray. Yeah. So whether it was meant to be, you know. A, 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 a black child servant or, yeah, or yeah. slave, I don't know what. But I thought that would be relevant because it kept focusing in or it was just in the corner of the picture and it reminded me of uh, the one with the little statuette that was actually the lamp that yes. it kept focusing on. And, then uh, you realize, yeah. and yet it wasn't relevant, but aside from yeah. the fact that it did get nicked at the very end, yes, along is. with Lots everything things, else. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come to that later. But I thought there was going to be more relevance with, of that and you were going to see mm. that. Just, yeah. just because of how it was shot. I, think, yeah. okay, was... I can see it exactly in my mind's eye as well, so it obviously went into my brain. I have to confess, <laughs> yeah. this is, it didn't go into my brain. But I was, was, like, I was too busy scribbling notes but so I, that I wouldn't forget what was happening. But I was looking for it, and I wonder if it's because other episodes in Series 2 have already had the whole, oh, look, it was on the fountain, oh, look, it was the lamp, it was there all along. So I wonder mm. if it's almost tricking you into looking, yeah, yeah. going, oh, yeah. that's going to be relevant later, I'm on to this, and then naturally it wasn't. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. So um, Then I've written, lovely, lovely pub. And all oh, I can remember is that of they walked pubs. into the pub and Eric was just getting a pint. And that's all I can I remember. I think it was their normal pub. I don't know what wasn't it? They, they're, us- they're, they're local. They're usual. Yeah. But and Eric gets a lecture then from Lovejoy about, because Eric's like, oh, you know, like, yeah, we're going to make loads of money from this. And, and Lovejoy gives them a big lecture about how it's not all about the money, no. it's about the love of the antiques. Yeah, and they're like, that's why you always skint Lovejoy. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's yeah. what's happened there. Eric's like, because Eric's also the newfound business money. He's like, no, we're just going to make mega bucks out of this. We're ready. We're ready for <laughs> Europe. Um, so they yeah so they they take on this job. They decide to sell at Delaney's auction house in yeah. Cambridge because I guess it's meant to be quite exclusive or something and discreet. I think is the word because yes. basically she's as, she's as all these elderly widows are, yeah. they're always worried that you know it's going to get out that they're in financial difficulty or whatever. So they don't want anyone to know because she's quite they had a pet chimp. Yeah. yeah, and I think yeah because she's she was famous and then she made this decision to move out of the limelight she said she had no intention of ever going back into the spotlight didn't she I think that was the thing yeah um, she didn't want it in the papers. So he goes to the auction house, and this is where we do have our misogyny of the week, <laughs> which I especially enjoyed because my dad's called Mel. Really? <laughs> so he turns up to meet Mel, the auctioneer, and Mel's secretary is there, apparently. Um, and he's like, "Oh, Mel's not here. I'll come back later." Blah 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 blah. No, of course not, listener. Mel is Melanie. She's the is she an auctioneer? She's, yeah, yeah, she's the auctioneer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and yeah, and it really made me laugh because actually I always think of Mel for a man's name as being reasonably unusual. Yeah, yeah. But thinking about it, it is my dad's name, and it was the I know more, early nineties. So I know I more Melanies. More Mel's then. I know more Melanies than I, and, and Melissas than I know yeah. Melvins or yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so he makes that assumption. She's quite pissed off, but I think you get the I've been pissed off. I think she says as well that it happens quite a lot to her, and she's obviously quite irritated by everyone assuming that yeah, she's a yeah. man. Um, but then she doesn't stay pissed off with him for very long. She literally doesn't stay pissed <laughs> off with him for more than like, 0.75 of a second. <laughs> yeah. So it's that low shirt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think 
addled her brain somehow. <laughs> I mean, she's very so she's again it's the sexy lady blonde hair. She's got a sort of princess die vibe. Oh, she? Another she princess die vibe. Well, no, I know, I know who I thought she was, and then realised that she wasn't. She looked like the secretary in As Time Goes By, but it wasn't her. Oh, that's, she that's did. Who she reminded that me. That is of. exactly, she exactly like yeah, I can't explain why I was looking this up. Um, As Time Goes By was on from something like 1993 or something yeah. to 2000. And Seven or something ridiculous. It was such a lovely program. I, I used to yeah. really love that. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I had no idea it'd been on for that long. Yeah. So she seems to forget the misogyny immediately, and then obviously Lovejoy inevitably asks her out to lunch, and then but she insists on paying. So she's kind of asserting, like, yeah, her, she's like, come on, oh, yeah, feminist yeah. credentials there. Well, she doesn't assert them for very long because it, it, it's you then <laughs> jump to a swimming pool, and there he is. What? Oh, well, they do have lunch first. I, <laughs> well, that's all right then. But I suppose she is taking the initiative and the power, and she's like, "Well, I'm. I definitely want to sleep with him, so I'm going to take him back with me and get in the swimming pool. I've got my plan. This is how I'm going to do he, it." He likes women in swimming pools, and then they're in, and then they're in bed not long after that. I yeah. wrote a bit raunchy for eight pm. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It a was. Bit they, do, they do basically you jump see in bed with in each bed, other. They've clearly got nothing on. You see a bit of chest hair, a yeah. bit of McShane chest yeah, hair. Yeah, it was. But I mean, over lunch we discover because I was thinking as well when we first meet Mel. I was like, I she's got anything done about any of this. I've written nice bottom, a bit raunchy for eight pm. McShane chest hair. Um. Also, during the lunch, we learned that she's because I was when she first we first meet her. I was like, her voice is really weird, but we, she we learned that she's half French. Yeah, so that kind of also connects us back to the beginning. And it meant if she she said anything that was even vaguely French, she said that in French. So she'd say, yeah, but I do yes, that. I was brought up in Bordeaux. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Just say it's Bordeaux. A bit like, oh, I'd like a cup of café. Yeah, and she did say something to Lovejoy for lunch, like, oh, maybe your problem, Lovejoy, is trop chercher les femmes. Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't made more money out of this uh, antique slash. And um, but yeah, so the thing is, it's weird because she offers to give him a lift home, but somehow they end up at her house. Yeah, and then they end up having a swim. We don't see that. So we literally, one minute she's giving him a lift home, the next minute she's in a, a bathing suit having yeah. a swim, and we don't quite find well, out how. Because I was watching it, I haven't got the DVD, so I was watching it on UK TV Play, and I was thinking, oh, maybe they've cut a bit because I think those ones are cut. But I watched it on DVD, and it didn't. No, it didn't. It did just kind of jump. From yeah. one thing to the other, and then as we say, well, he, he does have a line where he says, "Or oh, when you said home, I didn't know you meant your home." He says it's actually her dad's home, though, which is relevant because yeah. her dad becomes and it's very not even his house, on. is it? He's, he's house sitting, yeah, he's house sitting because her dad is um, posh and I was going to say posh and rich. He's posh and not rich. It turns he's fallen out. on hard times, like everybody else in Lovejoy. Yeah. Every yeah. other rich person in Lovejoy. Wasn't maybe this was part of the times as well that it was that time when suddenly it was the rich people were self-made they were coming up it was and the they age of the yuppie wasn't they, it they, they were kind of smart and go-getting and the people who kind of rested on their laurels and gone well I've got the house and the assets and yeah. this will just pass down or well, they were people they were who were rich in things, enough to move around. but not rich in cash that was the, oh, that was yeah. the trouble yeah. it wasn't that's it? where they were always having to sell off their country priors and, 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 and actually it was, it was the era when all the houses started opening up the National Trust was yes. at its height yeah. everybody started opening up to try and make, mm, make some make money. money and that comes up a lot in Lovejoy is it it's a couple of things. So actually, in that interlude, so between when they leave and they get in the car, and then they're suddenly in the pool and they're snogging and they end up in bed, I mean, there is a weird <laughs> interlude where we see, um, I've put, we see Michelle. So we've obviously met Michelle before, but we, I think Michelle is someone that we meet at the beginning when we have the shootout at the French yeah. house. 
And then we see, again, some blokes giving Michelle the inventory for the sale of Madeline's house. Yeah. And we just see... It's a bit weird, because you're like, what's going on? But anyway, you're like, how have these weird blokes got this inventory, and why are they giving it to Michelle? I've written down, un camion, in massive letters, because that was the word that I couldn't remember for my French GCSE, Uh, if you remember, listener. Was it (laughs) Laurie? Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a... a, We flash to France quickly, because they're doing over another chateau, aren't they? Um, and the, but everything is in French and there's no subtitles. So I was literally like, okay, he's saying go and get the lorry, steal some antiques. I felt, I think I felt very metropolitan liberal elite watching this because I was translating it. Oh, yeah. I was just sitting there just shouting, lorry, lorry, move the things, lorry. This is where goes. <laughs> yeah, but I, because I am. Um... Because I didn't really get what was going on at all, so I, I kind of didn't make a connection. I was like, why are they giving them the inventory? And obviously now, looking back, it was like, well, obviously, they're going to go and st- rob the house yeah. like they did at the beginning. But I think I just... I was so confused at the beginning because I didn't realise we were think in it France. Was... And also, I'm not sure why they... They, they've obviously got this scheme going on in France and it's going successfully. Oh, I see, because they shot the policeman, didn't they? So now they have to come I to think England. Though, it so was, he's on in France. I think it was deliberately unclear, though, because we start to think, oh, my God, is Lovejoy already caught up selling something like it's not Madeline's to sell? Mm. And it was. Um, so, and, he, and he wasn't caught up. It was it, the, the robbery hadn't happened yet. Yeah. They were going yeah, to rob yeah, the house. Yeah. Also, going back to the fourth wall breaking, when they were in bed... He was he was breaking the fourth wall oh, then. I was like, imagine wrong. if you were far. in bed with someone and, and then they suddenly started it. talking to someone in the corner of the room. I bet there are people who, who narrate. Well, there's people who film themselves. I'm sure there's definitely people who narrate themselves <laughs> in bed. If I'm you were sure there are. Filming yourself, but then you broke off to give like a bit of a narrative. <laughs> it was great. Oh my god! And I, I, I yeah. I was thinking, if I was her, I'd be like, okay, this was great, but now I'm going to leave. Although it's her house, isn't it? So she can't. Yeah. Um, and also, he said that Miriam was the car, which I enjoyed very much. Yeah, yeah. He was on the phone, he said something that. about Miriam, and then he went, she's, she's the, the car. car. Yeah, it's not my secret lover. But um, another bit of mini misogyny, like, was when, was when they're having lunch, or I think when they're leaving the lunch, and, and Lovejoy <laughs> asks her, like, asks her, like, do you think it helps, you know, being a woman? In this in this Ooh. industry, and I was like, God, you'd never ask a woman that now. And she even says, "Oh, she's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah." She like l- answers it as if it's like a normal question. So, and also while they're getting it on at the house, in the middle of all this, like Mel's dad calls her, and first we've said, "Yeah, is this like person who's fallen on times?" And he's with Michelle, so we learn yeah. that her we dad join and Michelle a business associates. And then like his dad, her dad says to her, "Oh, Michelle is missing you." So we get some maybe idea that there has been something going on between yeah. Michelle and Mel at that point and then we I just didn't get that bit though I was I was really confused by what was going on with all of that that's like, until later and so they I was didn't elaborate like, on it. it very much I wonder no. if they cut bits out where they showed a bit more about their relationship yeah. or their, their ex-relationship yeah maybe but yeah. Um, but yeah but at this point this is interesting because we think oh it's another femme fatale who's deliberately trapped Lovejoy and yeah. actually it wasn't as simple as that no. she wasn't a baddie was she in the no. end no she I think she, she was torn like loyalties but then she she totally blows him off because then he goes they, they, they sort of go their separate ways <laughs> and then because um, he, she basically rings or he rings her and she says he says oh well I'll see you soon she's like no you won't Goodbye. But she rescues him first because she tells the policeman, oh, it couldn't possibly have been Lovejoy because we were in bed all day. Yeah. 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 Oh. Which, which also really <laughs> leads him on. Yeah. <laughs> the police are like, oh, it's yeah. not going to that much detail, yeah. love. So, you could have just said you were playing tennis. It would have been fine. Cause, yeah, because so, basically what we then see is we then see the French gang go to Carlton Grange, go to Madeleine Gilbert's house and gut it basically so they they break yes, in Polly's extremely right. easily yeah the gang go to Carlton Grange 
Yeah. Break in. Yeah. Steal. Very easily. Literally everything. everything. The Including staircase. the staircase. They gut the house. And then, as you say, obviously, rightly so. I mean, well, not rightly, sorry. Understandably, as usual, the police are suspicious of Lovejoy because Lovejoy's involved with this house. He's already and done the inventory sun- and yeah. then everything on the inventory's and then gone. gone. Suddenly it's robbed. So, you know, understandably, the police are quite suspicious. And, as you say, she... Um, kind of rescues him by proving that it alibi. is useful being a woman in that business yeah <laughs> she becomes yeah. his alibi and yeah. she does that sort of flickering her eyelids the princess it's die very look. princess die wasn't it uh, you know yeah. oh yeah well officer actually you know, and madeline gilbert turns up in her car and the butler's like no don't go in madam don't oh, you'll be so upset so sad. and then she does go in and then she faints yeah. in a very dramatic yeah. 1930s <laughs> film so star way i'm quite shocked if you got to your house and it was completely <laughs> gutted yeah um yeah yeah, bless her. yeah like, it's after that that she blows him out yes. it is yeah. yeah so he called after so this has all happened and they say to Matt uh, not to Mel sorry to Madeline Gilbert haven't you got any insurance she's like oh no I don't so it's like it she's really yeah. yeah. it really wasn't yeah. important yeah so and then and no, then was a bit of a dick wasn't he yeah leaving everything to a chimp yeah so after all that's happened like he calls Mel as you say and she blows him out and he's a bit confused but obviously we're like well maybe she was kind of joining dots and like, well, maybe she's realised that she's kind of, her dad's maybe got something to do with this whole thing and she feels kind of bad and doesn't want to involve Lovejoy. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, so, and then um, Lovejoy and Eric are talking about the situation and Eric says a brilliant thing, which obviously yes, you agree with. Yes, it's not our problem. Yes, I've written that. The police well. are dealing with it. Uh, see, I wrote, exactly. I wrote, yes, in capitals. We keep telling you that. Yeah, I wrote, exactly, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Why doesn't he just let the police deal with it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. so frustrating. Although it wouldn't be a very good program if Lovejoy then went. Oh, Eric, right. Fair enough. Like, yeah, right. no, it's a police matter. <laughs> good, good lad. Um, so they then have to basically devise a method of entrapment, don't they? Yeah, they've learned about this guy. <sighs> Who oh, was he? The one in the boat. I for- I didn't even write his name down. Yeah, I did. Oh, Major Sullivan. So Major Sullivan, who's lives on a boat in London. And it's a, it's a they bad, know he's got something to do with it. He's him. a bad guy without a Cockney accent. I know that now. <laughs> See, he had a very, he had a very nice yeah, accent. They discover that he's someone that might know about these things. I think it's something to do with the suit staircase. Oh, yes, it? It so they're taking the staircase. So obviously that's quite a specialist thing. And it's like, it's like yeah, and they're sort of like, who can get, who can fence the staircase yeah. basically? And, they, and it's going to be this guy, Major, Major Sullivan. Sullivan. Um, and then the police kind of come down and love Joe a bit hard, and they're like, Major Sullivan's a very important man in like the security of the UK and why are you yeah, how dare bantering you? him how dare you bother idiot him. and look here are the French police and they want to talk to you and Lovejoy's yeah. like maybe it, I shouldn't have got it, it wasn't that clear though was it because I mean I actually because we went to see Major Sullivan and I was like, still a bit confused like what is he meant to know but I think it was more like yeah he was meant to know who could who could fence the staircase but it was all a bit unclear and the police kind of follow him and they end up in Windsor so they're standing in front of Windsor oh, Castle yes. going oh well, they, <laughs> yeah. this French gang are probably planning to target somewhere else next somewhere around here and they're standing in front of Windsor Castle and they're like oh thought, wow, wow, they're going to rob Windsor Castle little cameo <laughs> but it was, wasn't this the Queen's Alice Horribilis it might have been. It was, 1992. <laughs> I mean, that would have, it caught fire. It would have been even worse if it had then got done over by a gang of French people. Uh, <laughs> I thought that was quite funny. But I reckon this whole thing was an elaborate ruse to get them on a boat again. Yes. To get Tinker drinking on a boat. so happy with yeah. them being on a boat. So they, because um, then they realise they're going to do over another hat. But how do they realise that? I, 
I don't know. Mel finds out where they're going to target. Yeah, so the, they've all started detecting, basically. He gets um, Mel on side. He basically says, look, I get it. Do the right thing. Her dad is also... Being, there's a lot of blackmail in this series, generally. Mm. She basically said, my dad is caught up in this, and this I didn't want to... And I did. That was a bit I did. I wondered about as well. Like, how did her dad get this information? So was she passing it to him? Was Mel saying yeah, to her dad, I think she "Here's was. the infantry"? Oh, well, then the she was. That's called compl- Delaney and Delaney. So maybe he just has so access actually to it. Part he kind of owns it too. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I was a bit confused about that because I thought she she can't be actively passing it to him because then she'd be complicit and she wouldn't want. It's clear that she's not. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's just a kind of a, I could. Yeah. The point is, listener, that. Um, Eric and Tinker hire a boat, or rather, Eric hires a boat. And oh, he hires bless a rowing boat. I felt oh, he was overacting oh, a little bit here. I didn't jury. care. I really I didn't did. Care. <laughs> overacting his inability to row. But, so, but the reason they hire it is because so they go to watch Major Sullivan. Like I think again, still because they're thinking he gonna he's gonna lead yeah. them to the gang, and they're meant to be watching him, and then they fall asleep in the car. Yes, and like of and then they, they see him yeah. sailing off, so they panic. Hire a boat. <laughs> We've so, all been there. So I, think that's, so I think that's how they end up with the rowing boats. They're like, shit, we just need a boat now. And Tinker um, says, you were meant to hire one for the engine. <laughs> but they do get onto Major Sullivan's boat, or rather Tinker does. Tinker does. Because Eric falls in the water. Nah. He's falling in the water. <laughs> And meanwhile, Lovejoy figures out why the boat is significant because he figures out that all the houses they've robbed are on, on the waterways. Mm. So the way that they the way that they move all like the whole contents of a massive house is on that the waterways. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I did feel. Does Eric fall in the water at a different point in Lovejoy? Because I have a really clear memory of him being stuck on a canal. A lot of people fall in, in the water on a lot of occasions. Mm. Yes. And I do feel it's an easy gag. He's in his 30s. I know. <laughs> He's still tipping himself into a river, oh, wearing yes, jeans yes. and a leather jacket as well. And yes. then he stays dripping wet for the whole rest of the episode. And he which says it was very good from a continuity yes. angle, because normally that doesn't happen. He yeah. says at one point, can I go and get a change of clothes? And they say, no. <laughs> no. no. They spent a lot of this I was like, where are you going to get the change of clothes from, to be fair, at that point? I was a bit like, <laughs> oh, oh. Off someone's yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so sweet. But to be fair, because in the rowing boat, they do actually catch up with Major Sullivan's boat yeah. in the rowing boat, and they discover that Michelle is on board having lunch. So they are. Yeah. Like, oh, they okay. catch yeah. up because it stopped. Because <laughs> they wouldn't because otherwise. To, 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 yeah, to be fair, yeah. they, they do. At least they, they make progress. And Tinker's on, the on board the boat, but hiding in like a cupboard. Yeah. Then he did take some yeah. booze in with him, and I th- honestly thought he was taking it in just to drink it. But he does a clever thing, and he. he I mean, well, he, I think he drinks it in order to empty. It, but yeah. I mean, it's all for the greater good. Yes. Yeah. And he puts like a note in the bottle, throws Bean, it into it? the yeah, yeah, throws it into the river so Eric can pick it up and find out where they're yeah, going. Because he finds that out because he sees a postcard in the boat that's got the, the which is Higham Hall in Wargrave. That's how they find out where they're robbing next. Yes. Yes. There we but, go. Yeah, but mm. I, yeah, but I don't know what why they've like. Anyway, it's another it's another thing you know from watching TV back in the day of going. Wouldn't happen now, would it? They just you could just text him. Yeah, he wouldn't have to drink a bottle of Jim Beam, put a postcard in it, and throw it in the river. Much less exciting now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and there's a lovely moment in terms of the music where, like the what's it called, the Volga Boatman song. I can't remember the proper name of it. Is playing like well, <laughs> yeah. rowing, it's like rowing. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, bless him. Poor, poor, poor. Poor Eric, I've written. Yeah, but they find out they're going to rob that house, and also they find out when, which is the same that day, they're going to go and do it. So they're like, right, we know where they're going to get go next. We're going to get them. 
And so does Lovejoy tell the police? Lovejoy tips off the French policeman. Ah, yes, because he's got his card, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, By leaving him a message and saying, I really hope he gets the message. So Lovejoy, Mel and Eric are now hiding in the bushes. We haven't well, seen some hiding well, in the bushes for a while, have we? Hyam Hall, did you say? Hyam Hall. Hyam yeah. Hall. Eric is squelching in his very yeah. wet shoes oh, and his him. wet coat. And now the French gang are coming. They've got cars. They've got the boat. The boat's got a... Like a what's it called? It's, it's, what it's, those things it's called? Like just a, a barge. It's a barge. Like a, yeah. it's got a barge with it. They've got an effing helicopter. <laughs> How much is the budget for bloody and it, And also, it's a bit noticeable. It is really. I'm not sure how they covert. So you're going to notice a helicopter that winches away the statue. I thought to myself, how have they not caught? I mean, I suppose they're in areas where there's a lot of land around them and there's not lots of people. And maybe, rich people go from place to place in helicopters. So maybe it's not that. Oh, I don't know. Although it is a bit weird that, yes, as Helen says, they've got a statue dangling on the end of a bit of rope. I mean, there was an interesting moment, like, it's sort of, it wasn't oh, very, how things are different now a moment before so actually I think when the gang starts to turn up first of all a van pulls mm. up oh no actually maybe it's before the gang oh ride. yes a and van then, pulls up and they're like oh this is it and then yeah. actually someone just gets out and delivers, delivers a parcel and Eric's like oh they, they do mail order you know my mum does that yeah so like, <laughs> oh maybe it's the cook it wouldn't be the people who live in the house yeah like basically mail order is seen as like a lower go, class thing to do and I was shut like, up Eric whereas, whereas now we, we get ev- everyone gets everything delivered at all times yeah, it was really and when you think about people, rich people in like maybe the 1910s, 20s, in Victorian times, you think of them as having everything delivered to the house. Yeah. My my touchstone for this is you rang my lord. Oh, <laughs> oh, delivery. That was on at the same time as well. It was. It was. And, um, but, so then there must have been this period between like maybe 19, maybe the end of the war and... 2005 where suddenly having things delivered to your house was very whatever that word is that I can't think of yeah um, non-you that's it (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so yeah so they're nicking all the stuff and then but yeah because Lovejoy's tipped off the police the police turn up thankfully and, and then I've they written, arrest them. I've written, oh my God, Tink's still on the boat, which I completely yeah. forgotten about. And the police go off to chase Michelle on Sullivan's boat and Tink is still on there, as you say. And then they basically shoot Michelle dead, right? There's a shootout and they do that thing of like, cause they're chasing, but like Lovejoy and Eric are on this boat and Mel are on the boat with the police. Again, you're like, how, why? That wouldn't... It's kind of and like they, a, a low-budget Hawaii 5-0 at yeah, this time, yeah, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> and they're doing the things that the, they're, they're, she's like a shootout. But basically, Lovejoy and Eric and Mel are doing that thing that people always do on TV and films that you would not do in real life. Where they're, like, they're being shot at and they keep like poking their head up to see while we're still being shot at. It's like, okay. yes, there are bullets! you poke your head up you will be sure one is going to hit you but then if shot. I'm ever in a shootout I hope I'm with you because like, I would be putting my head up as if don't look, no, don't don't look. Look. <laughs> so yeah and also I mean it was the Thames Valley Police do they really just have guns that they can Certainly shoot at in international criminals well these are the French police but maybe they've got special dispensation are they the French police I can't remember. Well, some of them are. I the, think the, the boat is definitely a TVP boat because it has a little flag fair, on. <laughs> maybe they deliberately sent in armed police because they knew from the previous shooting that actually the gang was armed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. they had shot a, a policeman dead. 
earlier on. We may have slightly overthought this, but yeah, I, I, I think, think you're have. right. I think you're right. And actually, so Tink does save the day, so because he's on the boat still, oh. and he so and they're like you know, obviously Michelle's trying to get away, and he destroys the engine. Yeah, of the boat, oh, which was very what? brave. And then the boat just, stops, oh, and then they because yeah. if I was on a boat and the engine stopped, I would go down to the engine room to fix it. But instead, he kind of tries to get on the little dinghy and get away. Mm. Um, he probably thought, well, I don't have time to fix it because they'll catch up with yeah. me. He leaps on the dinghy, which also got an engine at the back. Yes. Yeah. It's and not a rowing boat. Do you think like... he would have just taken that one in the first place? It would have been much quicker than that massive yeah. boat. But anyway, maybe he didn't think. Um, but then, yes. The Where do you think is... he's going to go? I just want to... the open sea. He's just... To He's just elongating this situation because eventually there is no way that he can outrun. Well, and they say in the end, Michel, t'es foutu. What does that mean? Like you're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a bit okay. less strong than that in French. Yeah. So it's like like you're, buggered. you're buggered, yeah. 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 And so the bad guy is arrested, vanquished, banged to rights. Yeah. Madeleine Gilbert gets all her stuff back, and, and not only very quickly. Yeah, not only she get all her stuff back, but because the house was gutted, I wrote like all back. I wrote, how did they get all the stuff back? Because the next time you see them, the implication is it's not that long after, Maybe. and she's surrounded by stuff in exactly the same place <laughs> yeah. as it was. Maybe at the they beginning. thought they'd expended all their continuity energy on Eric being soaking wet yeah. for like five scenes yeah. <laughs> that we wouldn't notice that bit. That, that yeah. They should have just moved a bit of stuff. And then to thank Lovejoy for getting all her stuff back. She gives him that candelabra that, that he loves. That the really, joy. really, really expensive Presumably the good one. <laughs> and she gives Tinker her autograph. Which is all he ever yeah. wanted. And then they have champagne, obviously. Obviously. Um, and then he goes, Lovejoy goes back to his cottage and he wants to admire his beautiful candelabra. So he puts candles in it and he puts a record on. And I was expecting it, expecting it fully to be like Eric Clapton. And it wasn't. It was like a proper classical music yeah, little yeah. bit and I was like oh fine so Eric Clapton's not good enough to look at your lovely antique and then Mel's just there I don't think he locks his door no she obviously just walked in yeah <laughs> she basically says oh I need some cash so he goes oh well and he just gives up his lovely candelabra yeah, exactly. I need 8k for my dad's bail which is coincidentally the exact amount that the candelabra is worth and he gives it to her and basically says yeah okay I'll sell my candelabra and give you the money Although, and I thought it was a bit dubious that he would do that and also because her dad is part of the baddies who we yeah. just spent the whole time trying to yeah. like bring down but uh. my husband pointed out this was a bit misogynistic though with with these very 2018 eyes mm. because he says yeah we'll sort the bail out oh, 2019 isn't it? <laughs> sort the, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll sort the bail out but we'll do it in the morning and frank said so he's basically said i'll get your dad out if you sleep with yeah. Him. I, yeah i i thought the same as although well, i like, thought it the other way around that she'd gone oh if i can sleep with him He'll probably give me the money. She was right as well. She was right. Yeah, but the other way, yeah. I felt a bit pissed off on Jane's behalf this episode because well, I was there. like, "Oh, you snooze, you lose." Yeah. <laughs> but she might have just been. Also, though, he and Mel get very, very cosy. He's going to get her out. No mention of her at all. Then in the next episode, she's disappeared. Yeah. She's, this could have been a potential gone. ongoing love interest. Oh, she works but, fairly nearby. She's in the trays. She, That's it. She saved him from the police. And then when she spoke to him next, she was like, I can't see you anymore. I don't want to see you. So maybe she was like, right, I've sorted out my dad's bail. Yeah. Go, go away. I don't actually like you. And there is the theme as well from Love Drinking, like, you know, this whole easy come, easy go. It, yeah, he and said like, that. He, and he said that to her. And he's like, oh, does that, she's like, does that apply to your women? He's like, oh, yeah. But he I says it to her. So I mean, you know. So maybe it's kind of an agreement that we can, we can have a fling and that's yeah. and, and we, that's what we both want. I got the feeling, though, that the reason she said, go away, I don't want you, 
was because she was trying not to get him embroiled in yeah, everything, though, actually. Why, yeah. she, she was very much a, a goody yeah. and was torn. There's a lot of, we'll see this in the next episode, there's a lot of family loyalties in this series. Yeah. It's a theme that keeps coming up. I suppose what I quite liked about Mel, actually, was that she was being quite modern, wasn't she? Yeah, she, she was. She didn't get upset. With her short hair to indicate modernity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that was the end of it. It was very, yeah. very exciting, and it was very quick. Yeah. I loved it. I absolutely loved the episode. This episode. So did yeah, I. I thought it was fab. It was such a great story. What, what are you going to give it out of ten? So I would give it. Well, see, I've been giving all the ones I love eight. I think I'm going to stick with eight because yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd give it eight out of ten because I'm, I'm saving a bit for like some exceptional <laughs> thing that may occur over time. Well, it's going to be series five. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to attempt to go to eight point five because I did absolutely I love it. 8.5. Okay, I'm going to go eight point five. Yeah, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to give it a nine. It was so oh, wow. I really, yeah, really am. It, it was so funny, and it had, yeah. as you say, all those elements. If you were putting together in a technical way, what does an episode of Lovejoy yeah, yeah. have to have at this time? You know, it, it had everything, Eric and it was fast paced. It was fast paced. I understood it. It was really funny. It had the, it, it the had French in it. Yeah, had a bit of French. The love interest, Lovejoy, was l- lovely and gorgeous in it, and there was a really nice bit. <laughs> Dumped. He he really acted. He, was, he looked so he down. Was bit, he he was looked upset. really sad. And the film star character was super. Yeah, she there was, was a butler. There was a fluffy dog. There was an animal with a stupid name. It's like it sums up all of the episodes we've already talked about. No, oh, I, I absolutely great. loved it. I think it's brilliant. And I'm I'm actually yeah, I'm going to give it a nine. Oh, I'm going to I'm going to give it an eight point five. I need what I need to do is write down what all my scores have been. Yeah, so we I can have collate, some sort of collate um, them continuity because I think I'm jumping around everywhere. But I did really really enjoy it. Was it was brilliant. It was great. It was really funny. Um, there was loads of peril. People actually died. Yeah. yeah. There was real guns. So we give it good scores when there's a bit of death. Yeah, yeah we obviously like, like it like when uh, <laughs> people get killed. And it was com- complex plot, as in, you know, that it wasn't a straightforward thing, but you could follow it. Oh, I yeah. think sometimes it's complex, yeah. but you're like, I don't quite get how these bits Sometimes there are loose ends that don't, that aren't really yeah. tied together and you wonder if it was just too long for the 50-minute yeah. slot, maybe. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it was great. Ooh. So, Antique of the Week. There weren't really... I mean, although there were a lot of antiques in it because they were selling a whole house, it didn't really focus that much on no. particular I items. My antique of the week would be being able to keep a chimp as a pet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not the most dangerous animal you could keep, I suppose, but I certainly wouldn't want a chimp, like, running around my house. Yeah. Oh, I'd have your face. Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no. Maybe, or maybe my antique of the week is Britain's relationship with the European Union. Oh! <laughs> Here, like we're ready for 1992 we're part of Europe it, I mean yeah <clears throat> that was that um, was really sadly that is now a thing of the past mm. I would quite like can we have can we have Tinker's chivalry as the antique Aww. Tinker's you know yeah male is that male antique? admiration it's probably do not I don't still know. do that they probably, well, did men probably... ever really do that to <laughs> yeah. that extreme? It's just Tinker. Just Tinker. Lovely That's why Tinker. We love him. Either that or if we need an actual thing, then the candelabra, because it was lovely. And I like silver. Mm. I'm much more a silver it was, rather than a gold it, when, girl, Once it was know. in his cottage and it was dark and he lit the really candles, then I was like, oh, it is nice. It's, it's a really cool. smart yeah, candelabra yeah. Mm. is nice. And it, it wasn't as showy as that. I always think some of the stuff in Felsham Hall is almost a bit staid because it's too over the top, too yeah, opulent. Yeah, it doesn't really, feel like um, a real house. And this, in his little cottage, looked really lovely. Yeah. So actually, if I d- if we need a, a thing, I would That's actually like that. Yeah. What have you learned? I learned if there's gendarme and people speaking French, you're probably in France. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've learned you can rob a house with a helicopter and nobody will notice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I've 
learned. I suppose I've learned that <laughs> if you're trapped on a boat and you need to get a message to someone, you better have a bottle of Jim Beam handy. Yeah. And something to put and in. pen and paper. Rampant alcoholism so you can drink it. Yeah. <laughs> you just pour it on the floor. Oh, yeah. He probably did just pour it on the floor. No, this is Tinker. He drank it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he drank it. He, <laughs> he definitely, definitely drank, drank it. it. Definitely. Um, I think. That's us for this week, then, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Is. Thank you for listening. Please do rate, review, and subscribe because that's how more people can find out about us. And eventually, if there's enough of a groundswell, I'm yeah. sure all you lovely listeners can get together and do Lovejoy Con and invite us. Which I think <laughs> so it becomes slightly obsessed. And with. So, some of them may like a, uh, a Hindu on a radio. Yes, jo- join our Hindu, our jo- Lovejoy themed Hindu. <laughs> our podcasted Hindu. Um, in the spirit of that, we have some fan-made art which will play us out. Yes, I think we do. Oh. So uh, thank you very much, Mr. Yes. Marvin Gore. Thank for you, your... Marvin. It's a, this is amazing. Beautiful tribute to Lovejoy. Yeah, Indeed. we love it. Thank you. And thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye. 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 You're not everybody's cup of tea But you're Ladies that made this podcast With the guests they have